0: Welcome to a special Halloween edition of the Russian Rulers History Podcast. Today we'll be reading an old story, a popular legend called The Blacksmith and the Devil. (laughs) Once upon a time, there was a blacksmith and he had a son, a smart and clever lad who was about six years old. One time the old man went to church and stood before an image of the last judgment, and he sees a picture of the devil, and such a frightful one, black with horns and a tail. Would you look at that, he thought, I ought to paint a copy of this for myself back in the shop. So he found himself a painter and told him to draw the devil's likeness on the doors of his smith shop, just as he had seen in church. The painter drew. From that time on, whenever the old man entered his workshop, he would always glance up at the devil and say, Your health, my countryman. And after that, he would go over to the hearth and get to work. The blacksmith lived like this in harmony with the devil for about ten years, but then he became ill and died. His son took over the smithy in his place, but he didn't wish to honor the devil this way his old man had done when he came to work in the morning he would never exchange greetings with him in place of these endearing words he would grab hold of his hammer and smash it into the devil's forehead three times and then he would start to work and on every religious holiday he would go to church and place a candle before each saint but when he came to the devil he would spit in its eye three whole years passed and every morning he would entertain the devil in this fashion, first with the hammer, then with the spitting. The devil put up with it again and again, until finally he lost his patience. He just couldn't stand it anymore. He thinks I'm prepared to put up with such profane abuse from him, while I'm a crafty one, and I'll get him back somehow. So the devil decides to turn himself into an ordinary fellow, and he goes to the smithy. Hello, uncle, he said heartily. Listen, uncle, would you be willing to take me on as an apprentice? I'd bring in the coal for you, if you like, or I'd blow on the bellows. This pleased the blacksmith. Why not take him on? Everything will go twice as fast. The devil started in on his apprenticeship. After a month, he had come to know blacksmithing better than the master himself. When the master didn't know how to do something, then he would do it himself. It was a sight to see. Words cannot express how the blacksmith loved him, or how pleased he was with him. Sometimes he didn't even go to the smithy at all, but just relied upon his worker to run the whole show. Once, the smith was away from home, for some reason, and the worker was left alone in the shop. He sees an old noblewoman riding past, and he sticks his head out the door and shouts, Hey, my lords, let me invite you in. We have a new kind of work here. We make old people young again. The noblewoman right away gets out of the carriage and comes into the shop. What are you boasting about? Is this really true? Can you really do this? asks the lady. We're not just greenhorns, answered the unclean one. If I didn't know how, I wouldn't have called you in. So what's it cost? asked the noblewoman. A mere five hundred roubles. Well, okay, here's the money. Now make me young. The dishonest one takes the money and sends a driver to the village. Go, he says, and bring back two tubs of milk. He himself grabbed onto the lady's legs with some tongs and tossed her into the hearth and burned her clean. Only her bones were left. When they returned with the tubs of milk, he poured them into a vat. He gathered up all the bones and tossed them into the milk. Observe. In three minutes, the noblewoman emerges from the milk, alive, young, and beautiful. She got in her carriage and rode home. She walks up to the nobleman, who looks her straight in the eye and does not recognize his own wife. "'What are you staring at?' says the noblewoman. "'You see how young and stately I am? I don't want my husband to be old. Come on, let's go straight to the smithy, so that he can make you young, too. Otherwise, I don't want anything to do with you.' There was nothing to be done about it, so off the nobleman went. By this time, the blacksmith had returned home, and he went into his workshop. He looks around and sees that his worker is nowhere to be found he searched and searched called and called nothing not a trace so he got down to work all alone first knocking with his hammer in walks the nobleman and he goes straight up to the blacksmith make me young he says what are you thinking of my lord how am i supposed to make you young you're the one who knows that i don't know any such thing you're lying you swindler You managed to transform my old wife. Now do it for me, too. Else she won't give me a moment's rest. I've never even laid eyes on your wife. Then your assistant did. If he could manage it, so can you as the old master. And you should know it even better. So turn back the clock of my life. Get to it quickly. Or watch out. You'll get a taste of my birch bath. There was nothing to be done. The blacksmith somehow had to transform the lord. On the sly, he asked the driver how the worker had managed it with the nobleman. How could he, he thinks to himself. I just have to do it. If I get it right, fine. If not, I'm done for anyway. He immediately stripped the nobleman naked and grabbed onto his legs with tongs. He shoved him into the hearth and set to blowing on it with the bellows. Toasted him to a crisp then he pulled out the bones, bathed them in milk, and waits. Soon he'll find out whether or not a young nobleman will emerge from all of this. He waits an hour, then another. Nothing. He looks into the vat and sees nothing but bones floating around, and they're all burnt. Then the noblewoman sends to the smithy to ask, "'Will the nobleman be ready soon?' Poor blacksmith answers that the nobleman ordered to make sure that he live a long time, kiss him goodbye. When the lady realizes that the blacksmith had only toasted her husband and not made him young, she grew furious and she summoned her loyal servants and ordered them to drag the smith off to the gallows. No sooner said than done. The servants rushed at the blacksmith, grabbed him and bound him, and dragged him to the gallows. Suddenly, The very young man who had been working for the blacksmith came upon them and asks, Where are they taking you, master? They want to string me up, answered the blacksmith, and he recounted everything that had happened. Well, uncle, said the unclean one, swear that you will never again hit me with your hammer, and that you will show me the same respect that your father did. Then the nobleman will at once return to life and be young. The blacksmith swore and made a pledge that he would never raise his hammer against the devil and would grant him all the respect that was due. Then the worker rushed to the shop and quickly brought the nobleman back with him. Stop, he called to the servants. Don't hang him. Here is your lord. At once they untied the ropes and set the blacksmith loose. From that time on, the blacksmith stopped spitting on the devil and beating him with his hammer. The assistant disappeared and never was seen again, and the nobleman and the lady lived happily ever after. In fact, they are still alive, if, that is, they haven't died yet. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's Halloween episode of the Russian Rulers History Podcast. Have a great evening, and... До свидания и спасибо большое.